alive, dude! What up, everybody? What is good? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn, dude. Damn, dude. This is season two, episode 89. And I'm your host, California Cal, one of the cool Californians left in the state because there's not a lot of us left. And interestingly enough, that's kind of what today's topic is sort of about. Um, I will say, first of all, I apologize for this episode being late today. It's been a crazy fucking day. I'm watching my kid um, during my work week, and it makes everything harder. I'm also watching the dog. We just got back from a run, walk, hike, whatever you want to call it. We just did 4.2 miles. I noticed she kind of got fat again. So we're uh, out here getting it, right? So welcome to the show, you guys. Like I said, season two, episode 89. It's 189 episodes in the books. The show's been around the world and we're still a top 10% podcast out of, I think it's about 3 million. I think it's over 3 million, might be close to four now, but over 3 million podcasts in existence. We're still in the top four. This is this might seem like a podcast and kind of sound like a podcast, but it's not. This is the real shit on the internet, and that's what the show exists for. Because I truly believe that the more access we have to different conversation, to, sorry, to do it, the more access we have to different contexts and perspectives by sharing different conversations that are kind of universal for us all as human beings, we get to understand life and navigate it much easier. Life's so much easier when you understand different contexts and perspectives and you're not sweating it. So, why I say one of the cool Californians left, <laughs> I was very fortunate to grow up in a way where there was many sides, I got to see many sides of things. So what I mean by that, like, when I was a kid, I saw a whole array of different types of lifestyles. So I saw what it was like to be drug addicts. I had neighbors and I had, uh, I had multiple neighbors full on drug addicts. Like, uh, at, at one hand, literally like my neighbor directly across the street at the time, dude was selling drugs. Like, like for real, for real, like in the early nineties, like literally people would be walking down the street with like a TV or a fucking microwave or like an ironing board and clothes or just like whatever random shit, bags of food, whatever, a ladder, like, stolen power tools like whatever you can think of right these dudes are coming like a fucking bumper off a truck or like whatever right like some real tweaker shit so i got to see that side of it i got to see these people get into fights and brawls and all this shit outside my house like walking home from school in like second grade and i'm just like wow this is crazy seeing fucking like my neighbors just grown grown men like fucking slamming each other's heads through car windows and slamming each other on top of cars and shit like it was wild, dude. And that happened a bunch of times. There was a, they were just like a big, it wasn't out like, uh, what do you call it? Not necessarily like a gang fight, but it's like, I mean, I guess it was because there's like a whole gang on one side and a whole gang of other people on the other side and they're fucking brawling. And my neighbors used to have crazy beef back in the day. Um, that's this whole other side thing without airing anybody out. But anyway, um, so I would see that side of it. And then I would also see on the other side, my mom, my, one of my good friends, mom, she would really, she really had a place in her heart for people who were on drugs and like, were really lost in life. So she was like, this is a safe place. Like if you're going to be doing drugs anyways, like you can pass out here. So it'd be people like sleeping in the yard, people sleeping, 
halfway laying over the sofa, just like crazy shit. So, and, and I got to see it, you know, I got to see people with tracks all up and down their arms, fucking shooting into their fingers and fingertips and just crazy shit. Right. Like I got to see all that. I got to smell all the different drugs from different people around smoking them, all of that. Um, you know, I got to see different family members get in trouble, different friends get in trouble, different whoever. I got to see all of that. I also got to see what it was like to help people. I also was shown what it was like to kind of live like that bro desert lifestyle, even though I kind of grew up around Asian gangs and shit like that and an Asian neighborhood and Asian family for the most part. Like I'm half Chinese, half Norwegian, but like a lot of the influence that I grew up with was very Asian influence. So at the same time, being half white, it provides another unique perspective on life. So I'm very blessed to be in the position of seeing the whole, seeing and understanding the whole gangbang lifestyle and then seeing and understanding like the whole bro lifestyle, desert rat style. Also going and understanding the, like the beach surfer vibe and lifestyle. Like I can go to any place around, I can go to the beach and understand that vibe and and know how to fucking paddle into the lineup appropriately, how to fucking take my turn, not take my turn, whatever, right? Under I understand all the respect, the rules, all of that shit. I get it. Um, I mean, maybe not all, but like I, I do my best to understand it, right? Then on the same token, I can go to the desert. I know where to go. I can drive all around. I don't need a GPS. I very rarely need a map or to like check a map on something. Like I can get around pretty well right um at the same time i can go to the hood and know how to act you know what i'm saying it's like i lived there for a fucking long ass time um you know i was out of, i was out and about like they knew me around like i also can go to fucking hawaii and i know how to act like but that i only knew how to go to hawaii and knew how to act because i knew because to me, when I was younger and growing up, like fighting was like a cool thing. In the 90s, it was okay to fight and get in disagreements. Like it wasn't okay, but it was okay. You know what I'm saying? It was like uh, that sort of thing where <clears throat> it was like, yo, we're going to handle this. We're going to settle this like men. We're going to handle this old school type shit. And that's just the vibe. Well, now, whether you think that's right or wrong or whatever, that's your own shit. But that's just the vibe and that's what was going on and in some places whether you like it or not that's just what the fuck goes down and that's how it is so growing up very 90s in san diego made a translated and made a lot of sense to know how to gain and earn and have respect out in hawaii where it's old school like that i could talk to the locals i could talk to it didn't matter there was people i knew they were dangerous motherfuckers and i was still talking to them it didn't it doesn't matter like i i for the most part i know how to adapt and and observe and know how to move in these certain scenarios so what i realized what just kind of thinking about that and observing all the different things i do in life and like different positions at the same time like i can go and be in a professional business meeting or i can go and fucking stand on stage and talk i can also i know how to just be quiet and wait my turn or whatever right and uh yeah so oh shit hold on a second one second you guys i gotta take a break because uh hold on because my kiddo apparently is not getting picked up from school okay one second i'll be right back guys damn dude all right what up you guys we bike sorry about that kiddos picked up it's all good just kind of uh yeah all good it worked 
Um, so anyways, as I was saying, back when I was younger, it was like, it was cool to fight. It was cool to get into fights. It was cool to see your friends fight. It was cool to see that. It was just like, and I mean, I guess even now it's still cool to see fights. Like we just see it on, you know, fucking TV and professional and whatever. Right. But back in the day, we didn't have all that. And seeing fights in the streets or at school or, you know, the fucking at the bar or whatever, it was just kind of a normal thing or i would excuse me let me make this very much more real most of the fights were at the park you go to the park and then you see people fighting as we got older you know i guess you spend more time around the bars whatever people get in fights there um but fighting was like a normal thing and growing up i always thought it was cool like that was just part of what the fuck we do around here you know what i mean um and it's kind of like i see how it's easy to go too far with it and i see I also see where there is, I don't know if a necessity is the right word for it, but like I see its purpose um, and I see how it can be helpful and useful when used properly. That's the thing is like when it comes to like fighting and getting in fights, there's code that exists, but it's secret, street, silent, unspoken, handed down type of code where it's like when we, when I grew up, my generation you get in a fight and you knew the limit. It was always one-on-one. And after the fight, you shake the person's hand and you offer to make up and be cool. You fucking shake hands, give hugs. We're cool. The squash. Can we move forward now? Blah, blah, blah. Cool. If not, all right. I'll see you fucking tomorrow or I'll see you next week or whatever the fuck it might be, right? And that was like, it was like there was this respect that existed. Then what happened is once like gangbanging kind of hit the internet it blew up and turned to this whole thing that it's not. And people are heavily misinterpreting, interpreting, interpreting. People are heavily misinterpreting what it means. Like doing all this crazy shit where you're getting in trouble and you're even involved in gangs or anything. It has to do with protection and safety for yourself. It's like there's protection in numbers. There's safety in numbers in that sense. So that's why a lot of people would go that route. But if you don't need that, but you're playing the game of that, You're playing a very dangerous game that you don't understand and you don't understand all the back rules the same way that you see these fucking people on YouTube going and like stepping on somebody's Jordan or Jordans or whatever coming up or that one dude. There's like this Mexican looking dude who goes around like so fool like you're trying to get sliced and then they're and he's like going up to real hood ass people like what motherfucker like the fuck you talking about or like walks up and he's throwing gang signs and like thinking it's a joke and shit. And then, like, people are really trying to kill this fool. And he's like, why are you so mad? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, just a slice of pizza. And, like, I get the joke. I see the humor in it. But that's just not funny. You're playing it all wrong. Like, you're really playing with people's real fucking, like, reason they joined and needed that safety net, that protection in the first place. And you're fucking with all the trauma in their life. And you're fucking with everything that they ever stood for. So it's not a game that you should play. You know what I'm saying? Damn, dude. So... I say all that to say this because it's like it took me so much and it took so much unwiring and relearning in my own brain to understand that like getting into fights isn't the best way to handle things. That there's a lot of conversation that should be had before a fight is even considered. And I get the whole hippy dippy thing like I got love all tattooed on my face like trust me I get it I got love for all beings. At the same time I understand having love for all beings requires protection and standing up and 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 preserving life you know what i'm saying and that's just fucking part of it so 
now what's really weird is like so back in the day and this is a trip because this is just my generation you could be like three years older or younger and have a completely different view of this but i'm just speaking from my generation and a lot of people older than me they're on the same tip but this is where it's really interesting is back in the day saying oh that's gay that was like a normal thing to say we used to play a football game called smear the queer and the gay kids in the neighborhood played with it sorry played with it played with us we all played it smear the queer was like it's just this football game that like it was like more it was like you know how you would play uh like 21 or just a game of pickup for basketball it's just like it's not very serious you just you know it's more just for fun and it's not you're not playing the specific points and game and rules of like a real basketball game that's like slightly altered right so that's basically what smear the queer was was it was like an altered less rules version of football and basically it was kind of like a version of like six flies up or three flags up or is it called flags or flies i never knew um but basically it was like you fucking throw the ball up everybody like is in a huddle waiting to catch it and whoever has the ball you smear that fool they're the queer and it had nothing i don't it didn't have anything to do with being gay or not like i'm kind of actually surprised that queer joined the whole lgbt line of letters because it's kind of that's weird i don't know anyway queer just means weird like oh that's queer like you know what i mean i guess it also means like gay in some way i don't understand that honestly but anyway that was the game we would play it was normal right we would laugh it was normal and even if you were gay or straight you played it it was just like we would tackle each other it was fun you get up you fucking throw the ball you fucking you give the ball to somebody you didn't want it like if you can stuff the ball in somebody's shirt like that shit was hilarious you just get tackled we're playing in the grass at the pool park right like it was fucking fun um so growing up and thinking that this way of doing things is right like a lot of people have kind of gone the opposite way where it's like oh you shouldn't be farting at all when people were completely down with it before this like adult switch happened and they realized they don't have to fight anymore and that they can say oh i'll call the cops i'll sue so now that's like they have this fake safety net well i guess it's not fake but like the safety net of protection of i'm an adult you can't hurt me and it's like when the same time like that would have got you punched if you were 14 or 15 by your friends you know <laughs> so it's kind of funny so it's like i look back and like i enjoy tapping into my inner child so i look back i'm like huh what is it where you know this is weird like what if something else was just modeled for us and that's what we thought was cool so oddly enough now and it's like this is sorry one step back real quick whatever your parents thought was cool or if you're the parent your whatever you think is lame as fuck is what you're carrying what your kids are going to think is tight so for example like me or sorry like so me and my brother we listen to rap music primarily and my brother's super into lowered cars i'm into it too but not like my brother is i never actually really like got into that all the way i always had more fun driving lifted trucks so i always had lifted trucks but i had certain things i wanted to lower and this and that and my dad would just cringe and it's like to him like rock music lifted trucks like you know like that's the cool shit heavy metal you know what i'm saying not even rock music but like heavy metal like fuck yeah you know so and then my dad for, and then for me to be like for me and my brother to be about like rap and like lowered cars to any degree it's just like oh you guys are so whack like what the fuck you know so it's funny because the same thing it's like my son's into like grunge music and all this shit and to me 
as a 90s kid being into rap and all that grunge music is like oh come on bro like anything but that dude come on bro like so that's it's funny you know but that's the feel so oddly enough being gay was like a huge thing for us when we were young it's like (laughs) you know like you're so immature about it we didn't nobody know what to make of it um but there was just only like two kids in each school who you were like yeah those, those kids are probably pretty gay and then they grew up and they really were gay i remember we had three in our school that i can remember off top and sorry four and well i'm cool with uh, two who's it I'm, I'm still cool with three out of four of them that i still talk to the other one i just i don't know what happened to him in life but anyway it was just like you could tell and it was just like oh this guy's a little different i don't know what it is but whatever you know if i can it granted i went to school in san, Di- san diego and there's just hella kids in our school we had classrooms of like 64 kids at times so uh anyway nowadays being super gay being super being trans having all these pronouns and all this extra shit is like what's cool like my oldest son in high school gets made fun of for being straight and i'm like what the fuck dude? like that's so crazy to me i couldn't wrap my mind around it but at the same time he goes to a performing art school so it's like people are fucking doing music and theater and this and that and it's like oh more so music anyway but so you got artists and it's like you got people who are a little more flamboyant and this and that and expressive into that world and more willing to dive into that whole world so it's it's just fascinating so that's what they think is cool a lot of times like now so it's just such a trip and it's like i wonder what the effect of this is going to be when they grow up because at some point like with how much uncertainty there is around being a boy or girl for a lot of kids this day and age as crazy as that is for me to even let those words come out of my mouth i understand that this is a real fucking thing and it's like how do we be supportive in a way that's constructive and not like putting someone down because i know my parents let me go through my phase of phases of thinking i was cool doing whatever fucking hairstyles or styles or trends and it really it was really fucking whack but like i was just caught up i thought it was cool in the moment you know and it's funny that what we considered to be like whack is now what's considered to be super cool and it's funny because I know this trend happened in the Philippines like 10 years ago where it was super cool to be a su- to be bakla as fuck. That's, that means gay in Tagalog if you don't know. But it was like, it just means super, it was super cool to be bakla and like lady boy status and all this. And it was like a cool thing out there. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. But now that it's kind of like reached home, I'm like, huh, this is a trip, dude. So it's like, I have to tell my son all the way. He kind of cracks up because he sees the point in like the old school ways and and shit that i say about like what the fuck is this you know and then also it's like he sees he understands like i get it but i have to tell him like dude this pronoun shit i was like i was like bro to be completely honest like you have it very easy to pick partners this day and age you only have to ask a handful of questions ask about vaccines for one you'll see like ask about the rona vaccine that'll just tell so much like let's say they did and they have an open mind and this and then their explanation kind of makes it you're like, OK, I get it. Let's say they're like, oh, no, you fucking idiot. I can't believe you didn't. Blah, blah. Or they'll say you know, like whatever. Right. Just that question, because that question is so triggering and so it's such a touchy thing. That'll tell you so much about a person. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that could tell you a lot. If you can have a neutral conversation with somebody about it, they're probably a relatively level-headed person. If that person's so up, 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 this way or that way, like that, that fucking tells you a lot, right? You should probably avoid that. So yeah. I, I'm like, so I tell him like, bro, like you kind of got it easy. I'm like, dude, any girls, any potential girl that you like, just ask about pronouns or whatever first. And if she has pronouns, thanks you know, you don't got to be rude, but fucking you could peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, like it's, it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That shit is bullshit. So I was like, dude, just observe, let people do this, do that. And it's like, I was like, bro, a lot of this stuff is just attached to dysfunction in people's family and home life. A lot of that just means there's some sort of dysfunction. If you have to have this mask, it's the same thing as like going to school and being like extra crazy gothic or this or that, like something way over the top. It's like you're making up for something. You're masking something. You're covering or hiding something or trying to compensate for something or trying to divert attention for one reason or another. And it's that stems from whatever form of dysfunction at home. And I'm not calling anybody out or picking on anybody or whatever. Dress however the fuck you want, of course. You know what I'm saying? Coming from a guy with a tattoo on his face, obviously do whatever the fuck you want. But what I'm saying is there's reasons that we do these things, you know? And I think it's important to analyze why and how and for what reason and for who we're really doing it for. Because what's interesting is like, had you grown up in the fucking Midwest or the fucking East Coast or fucking Canada or Mexico or fucking Portugal or Peru or China or fucking Brazil or Africa, like you would have had a completely different view of what you think excuse me, what you think and thought was cool. Woo, excuse me. Got hiccups. Oh. So, it's interesting to think that, like, your surroundings shape what you think is cool and in turn kind of change, it makes who you are as an adult. So it's like, if I can step out of the fact that lowered cars were cool in my neighborhood and understand why some people think it's the dumbest thing in the fucking world i get it but you don't live here and you don't get how and why it makes sense and why it's such a flex like to have a lowered car in like fucking minnesota or idaho or something like i don't see that making sense somewhere where it snows or has real like fucking weather going on i don't see that making any sense at all you have a lower car in San Diego, you can drive it around everywhere. It'll it'll scrape on some shit here and there, but like you can get around and there's a whole culture that's built around it. So if you're not here and you don't get the culture, you'll you'll probably think it's stupid. The same way that like we think like squatted trucks are stupid. They are stupid, but the way, <laughs> the way that like a lot of people think squatted trucks are stupid, you don't think it's stupid if you like to fuck your cousin and you live in North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Like you think it's cool as fuck. And it's like, yeah, I think it's stupid. I don't like to fuck my cousin or only lift the front of my truck. But you know what? If that's what's cool and that's the culture in your area, more power to you, bro. Like, <laughs> like that's fucking sick, homie. Like, go for it, bro. Like, I recommend you don't smash your cousin and only lift the front of your truck. But you know what? And it's funny. That was being called a Cali lift for a while. I'm glad that they've kind of removed that title because people in California, we actually lift our trucks properly out here. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you got the people who don't, but most of the people do. So, yeah. You guys, I got to get to work. I got to go teach a kid. Um, I got to go work with one of my autistic students today. 
it's gonna be pretty cool so i gotta hurry the fuck up i get this episode rolling i might have to fucking put it out when i come back home from work because i gotta see how quickly i can get the shit written uploaded all that good shit so i love you guys i appreciate you guys hope you guys have a beautiful day please be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your best friends cousins uncles best friends pig farming uncle chicken pluckers rotisserie sticks about the damn dude podcast appreciate you guys i love you guys have a beautiful day be me and you damn dude damn dude boom be sure that if you guys got any kids or know any adults or parents or elderly who are afraid of the water or do not know how to swim you got kids babies as young as six months old that need to learn to swim holla at your boy six months old i can teach your kids to swim save their own lives in about six to eight weeks time for kids who can walk i can teach them to swim roll over and float and swim so you can have two-year-olds who can swim the length of the pool just because of this technique it's pretty fucking cool uh so yeah and if you're not in san diego and you can gather a group of 10 or more students i will fly out to you and teach the group so all you need is a pool group kids and I will figure out the rest. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. This is, was, will be the Damn Dude Podcast. Please subscribe, like, leave us a five-star written review, all that cool shit. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Much love. Peace. Damn, dude. Damn, dude.